This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.49, Wednesday, the 31st of January, and you're listening to The Morning Rat. Now, a rumour of a split within Bersatu has been marked by the emergence of apparently, of two factions and is allegedly worsening. It started when six of the MPs openly backed Prime Minister Dato Sri Anwar Ibrahim and last Friday, an additional 10 Bersatu MPs were expected to do the same before the Parliament session is starting on February 26. So for Bersatu to be Bersatu, the party has agreed to amend Article 10 of its party constitution, specifically addressing the procedures for membership cessation and membership expulsion. Will this amendment be adequate to address the party's challenges? Are there alternative approaches that could help improve the situation? So for some analysis on this, we speak to Dr. Azmi Hassan, Senior Fellow at the Nusantara Academy of Strategic Research. Good morning, Dr. Azmi. Always good to speak to you. Now, before we delve deeper, could you provide some insights as to why there's a talk of a split within Bersatu? Are these divisions driven by differences in ideology, personal allegiances or policy disagreements or just personalities? Uh, well, I would say that it's you to only one reason, uh, the top leadership, uh, which is the President Tansi because lately, I think a few months, uh, especially after the state election, uh, Tansi Mahidin has been very quiet. Uh, there's no direction, there's no uh, objective, what they want to achieve. I think that's the reason why uh, the current six of their MPs uh, change allegiance. I think uh, that's the main reason why they said that there is a split, that there is split or division within the market. And there have been some changes in the leadership line now at the state level, right? We saw some change in Nagri Sambilan, also at Selangor, right? With these changes there, do you believe they can actually bring new life and purpose and clear vision to Bersatu? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Similar with Amno, they changed leadership in Trangano recently. Uh, it's not about state leadership. It is about national leadership. Uh, the national leadership uh, basically will determine whether they will remain uh, in the opposition or they have a chance to form the federal government. So I guess uh, if you change the state leadership, it won't change that much. That is granted uh, that's happening in Basato uh, right now. So what kind of this, why are Basato members unhappy then, Dr. Asmi? No direction, I think, uh, from its leadership, especially the president. Mm-hmm. As I said before, the president has been very, very quiet. Uh, no, you know, no fighting, as I see fighting spirit, uh, especially if you look after the GEP team, uh, Bersatu is so vibrant with fighting spirit uh, to form the federal government. But lately, uh, the leadership has been very, very quiet. So the, 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 the member of parliament lost confidence whether come G G16, they will be there or not. I think that's the main uh, reason the discontent in the party. Well, one question: Why has the leadership suddenly gone quiet? And two: Does this mean that the le- leadership is poised to be replaced? Yeah. Uh, well, if we can recall, a few months ago, Tanti Maiden said he will not defend uh, his presidency, but uh, the Supreme Council of Rosato came out in support uh, of Tanti Maiden, and he said he will defend it. So we can read from that particular situation, Tanti Maiden seems to be feeling that he has lost 
uh, this support. Mm. Uh, I think he has lost the support, especially on the grassroots. The Supreme Council, yes, still support him, but the grassroots, the ordinary members, uh, have lost the confidence. I think, uh, well, that's starting point uh, where the members of Parliament has lost confidence in their top leadership. I find it so interesting. We just concluded, we concluded the six-day elections, did it very well. Um, they're on course to do much better, actually, in the coming elections, even even reclaim power in the next GE. Why can't we just be patient and let the process take its course uh, and then, you know, regain power in the next election? Why is there so much impatience for this leadership shuffle? Uh, well, the problem is Pekata uh, National is so strong. It's not because we're mm. It's all because of past. So within Pekata National, uh, there are huge problems with Bersatu and PAS. So Bersatu needs a very strong leadership. Uh, contrary to PAS, they are gaining strength day by day. But the other hand, Bersatu, they are weakening, weakened day by day. So I guess that's the reason. They want something new. Uh, and it comes with a change of leadership. Right. So they have an existential issue within Breakout National. And their biggest threat is PAS, right? All right, that's very true. The biggest threat is fast because it doesn't guarantee that if the Qatar National form the federal government, the prime minister come from Bursatu. At this stage, it should come from part. And uh, going back to my question, Dr. Asmi, who then, if not Tan Sri Mohidin Yassin, to lead the party? Uh, well, there is uh, the top three Hamza Zanudin, there is Azumo. and also there is, uh, not to forget, Azmin. So they, are, they have capable leaders. But again, as you mentioned earlier, there are divisions, there are camps that support either three of them. Uh, so I guess they need to resolve it as soon as possible so that there wouldn't be any split after the, uh, the, the party election. I guess the purpose of politics is that you have to serve the rakyat. So with, you know, these members of parliament already at the federal, even running certain states, right? How do you assess the performance of Bersatu actually as opposition members or even, you know, leading Menteri Bersas in respective states then? Uh, well, uh, maybe I, I can talk about the opposition uh, as a whole. Uh, I think uh, they have done a lot of very good job as a check and balance that the purpose of opposition, uh, they have been busy with trying to change the government. So, as a whole, I'm quite frustrated uh, with the performance of uh, the opposition from GE15 right until now. Uh, I have a question, though, in terms of what you brought up with the three factions within the party you've got. Um, is there the possibility that the three factions end up fighting so much that they then break up Bersatu, which is what we see with many of the political parties within Malaysia. They, they are actually, um, well, it seems like in Malaysia, quite a lot of parties originated from AMNO in the first place. Yeah, that's very true. I think AMNO is a good example. I think uh, maybe there's a blessing in disguise that Asim Oydin uh, wants to defend his presidency so that there won't, won't be any challenge. If there is a challenge, from either three of them, yes, there will be a split of party right after the uh, election. So I guess uh, before, even though uh, I, I'm not that, see, not, not that happy with Tanzim Oidin's presidency, but again, in order to avoid the split, I think it's good that Tanzim Oidin defend uh, his position. 
And since we have you on the line, we have to ask you this, you know, billion dollar question here about, you know, speculation surrounding the pardons board reportedly granting former PM that was Srina Jibrasak a pardon. How will this change the political landscape? Uh, well, I think whatever the decision is, if there is a decision, I think it will change the political uh, landscape, especially in AMNO. I think, uh, like it or not, AMNO need Datuk Sri Najib. Uh, so whether it's a positive or negative uh, decision on Datuk Sri Najib, it will somehow affect AMNO and also it will affect uh, the Prime Minister because if the, the, the decision is negative, the blame will lie on Datuk Sri Anwar, like it or not, in this case. And this might sound obvious, that's Datuk Sri Zahid need Datuk Sri Najib. Oh, well, uh, I think both of them need each other. <laughs> Something like that. But what happens to Datu Sri Anwar Ibrahim, though, and his Rafomasi image? Mm. <laughs> yes, I think that that's a big question, I guess. But again, Datu uh, Sri Anwar needs a strong Amno. Uh, at this particular juncture, Amno is very weak. So maybe, as I think, if Datu Sri making a comeback in Amno, it will make Amno very strong, especially in the eyes of the Malay but even though that means disenfranchi- disenfranchising a large proportion of Pakatan Harapan's loyal supporters? Yes, there is a possibility. So there is some uh, give and take, whether uh, which one is larger, which one is smaller. Uh, but if you ask me, I think uh, it is better for Amno because it will make Amno much stronger and much dependable uh, on in the eyes of the Malay voters. All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Dr. Azmin Hassan, Senior Fellow at the Nusantara Academy of Strategic Research. How much give and take, you know, are Pakadan Harapan Sarapod is going to take this, you know? I don't know, especially the rest of the coalition parties, right? Mm. Because it's not just PKR. You've got to think about DAP, for example. What do they? What are their views on this issue? That's right. I, I think back again to the whole point about that of Sri Zahid needing that to Sri Najib. It's a very interesting mutually reinforcing symbiotic part element. I wonder if it's epithet or parasitic. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Um, we're heading into the 8am news bulletin and after that, Keith Kam will be speaking to John Burke, General Manager of the Kuala Lumpur Convention Centre. Keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.